AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. An LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney, Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. Here we go. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete. Two hours today on AM570 LA Sports. we got a lot to get to, and we are giving away tickets to see UCLA take on Arizona. We'll give you a two to call sometime between now and 2 o'clock. All right, do you have something you want to get off your chest, which no one yeah, knows about? Yeah, what is it? yeah, I do. I do, Fred. Uh, I've got breaking news that, um, and this is from me, that the Houston Astros should fire Dusty Baker. they got to fire him. They need to fire Dusty Baker because they're not playing well in, this, in the World Series. Because Houston got shut out in the World Series, and it's got to be Dusty Baker's fault. Got to be. I mean, Jose Altuve's not hitting. It's got to be Dusty Baker's fault. I don't even know their GM. He gets he needs to get fired, too, for assembling this roster. Because this roster, although they get to the playoffs every year and get to the World Series four out of the last six years, they can't win it. They've only won it once, and that was cheating, Fred. They wanted cheating. So get rid of Dusty Baker because he's doing a horrible job of managing his team that won over 100 games and got to the World Series. It's all Dusty Baker's fault. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, I've heard that somewhere before. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's to my Dodger fans, that that certain amount of them, that want to blame Dave Roberts and want to blame Andrew Friedman. It is hard to get there. And as we're seeing, it is about a team being hot. Let's take a look at the Phillies. Everybody says the Dodgers are not built for the World Series or the postseason. Okay, you, you're telling me the Phillies were? The start of the season, you're telling me the Phillies were built for the postseason. You knew exactly what they fired their manager a third of the way in. Oh, yeah, but they're built for the World Series. See what they're doing there? No. They were the third place finisher in a division that had the Mets and the Braves in it. They snuck in in a wild card. They just happen to be playing well right now. They just happen to come together right now. They're not built a special way for the postseason. The guys are just playing. They're out of their minds right now. It's clear the Astros are a better team overall on paper. But the Phillies are playing better. And that's sports, and that's baseball, basketball, football. I don't care what it is. In sports, which is live, which is there's not a robot or a controller controlling these athletes. It, you have to do it live, and you have to perform on the spot. And there's no automatics. And the guys that you count on all season long, there's no guarantee that they're going to do it in the playoffs. And a guy may not do it for three playoffs in a row, but that fourth one, he goes off. Bryce Harper hasn't been great in the playoffs, but he is going off this year. And that's the reason the Phillies are winning right now. I don't know if they're going to win it, but don't sit there and tell me that you knew the Phillies were built for the playoffs. What does that mean? So stop it with the Dave Roberts. Oh, he's his fault. Is that no? We're seeing it in front of our eyes. No one knows. What you want to do is always be in that conversation.
to be in the thick of things. So if your team happens to get hot, you're in a position to win it, not in a position to win the last 15 games of the season and have to go home because you didn't make the playoffs. Stop it. That's my rant. All right. I, I think it's a solid rant. You know, it's hard for you to convince Dodger fans of that, though. You, Dodger fans do is. not want to hear that. No, they don't. Dodger want, fans want to fire Dave Roberts. Yesterday, yes. somebody said they wanted to fire Andrew Friedman. Yes. The problem here is that they don't understand what it takes to win. But, you know, we have said from the very beginning, and it applies to the Dodgers maybe more so than any franchise in this market, uh, albeit the Rams, but the Dodgers are in the conversation every year, and that's all you can do. Now, that's frustrating as a fan when you get to the playoffs and you get knocked out. But imagine, and I've said it over and over, what if you lived in Pittsburgh or Cincinnati or Kansas City? Yeah. You're not in any conversation if you're a Texas Ranger fan. You're not you're in a conversation. You're done by June. You're out by June. You're done. You're done. What if you lived in Miami? You're in no conversation. So in sports, you need to be in the conversation. If you've positioned yourself to be in the conversation, then you're 75% of the way there. You really are. Okay? If you yes. make the playoffs, you've moved another 5%. You're 80% of the way there. Now you got to find out if you can win it all. And that's all you can ask every year. I understand the frustration of Dodger fans. I understand. We're frustrated, too. You know who else is frustrated? The Dodgers. You know who else is for Andrew Friedman. Dave yes. Roberts. The players. Justin Turner. Mookie Betts. You don't think Mookie Betts is sitting up there looking at Bryce Harper going, damn, I need to put up those kind of numbers. That's my job. That's my that's job. My, that's my job. And if you think Mookie's not thinking that, then you don't know Mookie what kind of player he is, what kind of person he is. Because he is sick about his performance. I guarantee you he is. And he's watching that, and those Philly players up and down that lineup coming through and coming through and coming through in big-time moments, every player wants to be in that situation. You don't want to be in a team that, oh, they got hot at the end of the season. And like I said, oh, yeah, but they didn't make the playoffs. So what does that mean? It means absolutely all that, nothing. All that winning 15 out of the last 17 games of the season means nothing because you didn't make the playoffs. Come on. Come on, tell me it's the manager. <laughs> hey, with the, if the Dodgers won 35 games in a row, it'd be time to fire Dave Roberts. Of course. You, you got to get rid of him. Because, you know, in that 17th win, I think he should have pinch hit somebody else. <laughs> exactly. And that's the kind of thing that'll come back and bite you later in the year. I mean, honestly, the Houston Astros are a humongous favorite in this world. And they may still win it. We don't know. We don't know. Anything can go. Anything can happen. I tell you what. I don't think people gave Phillies a half a chance with that roster of, of, of Houston and the way they plan, that pitching rotation that they have, that lineup that they have. I think most people felt like, oh, man, Houston's going to win this thing. Yeah. So someone forgot to tell the Philadelphia Phillies in the city of Philadelphia that they had no chance because they're taking it to the Astros right now. Astros don't know what's hit them right now. When Bryce they may not give out of Philly. They may not get out of Philly. Well, I was going to say that. They may not get out of Philly because Phillies, if they keep winning, can wrap it up there. When Bryce Harper hit that home run last night, the stadium was shaking. Yeah. Yes. It was as if there was an earthquake. They made the entire yes. stadium shake. Yeah. That was the atmosphere for the Phillies last night. They haven't lost at home in the playoffs. Imagine that. They haven't lost at home. I mean, often there's not a whole lot of, you know, when you get to – 
this point in the season in the playoffs and stuff like that. It's not really a, a big gap for a home field advantage, but I think the Phillies got one in this one. Philly's got a home field advantage. They haven't lost. And you can feel they 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 feed off that crowd. And Bryce Harper gave it to them in the first inning, and they never sat down. They really have caught lightning in a bottle. Yeah. They've done it. They really they have. Yeah. Now, we'll see. We'll see if they continue. Yeah. Oh, what is that? Can, can you tell me how to do that next year? Show me how you do that next year. Tell me, do, do exactly what the Phillies did next year, somebody. Just do it. Because... Apparently, it's firing the manager and it's firing the, the GM, bringing somebody else in new that's going to change it around. You may not only you may not win 111, may win 98, 102, but I got that's the formula. I got the formula that's going to win the World Series because I know because it's all rotation, right? Because the Cy Young winner is going to go win two games in the World Series. Oh wait, Verlander got beat the first game. Oh wait, he got beat, Fred. Our Cy Young winner, who's lights out, who was slated to pitch two games in the World Series, got beat in the first game. And has to pitch on the road. His next outing. Oh, I thought that was a guarantee. No, no. My leadoff man's not hitting. My little man, Altuve. Our captain, he's not hitting at the top of the lineup. What happens when your top uh, leadoff hitter doesn't hit, doesn't get on base, Fred? You struggle. Yeah. Dodgers you struggle. Dodgers know that. They know that. Alvarez, big hero of the two playoff series before that, sent him to the World Series. Big home runs. I think he's two for 28 right now in this World Series. Whose fault is that? Is that someone's fault other than he's not doing his job at the plate? Is that the manager's job? Is that the manager's fault? Is that the GM's fault? I'm wondering because it's it's an it's not take your passion out of it from the Dodgers and look at the Astros right now and tell me who's to blame. They've been to the World Series more than Dodgers have in the last eight years. They've had better success than the Dodgers have. In the last eight years, they've only won one World Series, and the one they won, they cheated. Tell me it's easy to go win it. Yeah, you're right. Dusty Baker's done. Dusty, done. Right. Dusty Baker's finished. They got to blow that whole thing up. There's something wrong. There, there's something fundamentally wrong here. <laughs> My God, you've been there so many times and you can't win. Yes. We got to blow the whole thing up. We can't continue down this up. road. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, when you put it that way, right? How ridiculous does that sound? Well, I, I think people have come to grips with the frustration of the Dodgers losing now. Yes. And after winning 111 games, there were great expectations. Absolutely. Nobody's saying that's that's not an issue and you can't have expectation be disappointed. Yes. But you also have to understand that that's there are no guarantees in sports. And because you pay somebody a, a great a deal of money... Because you win 111 games doesn't mean automatically you're going to run the table and finish the job and win the World Series. Doesn't. It's life, Fred. It's all about life. Yes. And it's real. Yes. I think that was very well said. Thank you, Fred. That came out of nowhere. By the way, that came out of nowhere today. It did. It did. I'm sitting there thinking as I'm 
looking through some notes, and then I saw something flash up about the World Series. It's like, man, you know what? For as much as they kill the Dodgers, and Dodger fans are passionate, we love that, and they kill Dave Roberts and kill Andrew Friedman, and the organization is underachieving and all those things, just look at the, really look at the Astros and their success over the last six, six to eight years. And they've got one to show for it, and the one is a tainted one. So they've got nothing. They really got nothing. Yeah. They got, they got nothing. nothing. They got nothing. Yeah. It ain't easy. So the Dodgers are built for sustained success. So the question now becomes, are the Rams built for sustained success? Uh, you know, trade deadline came and gone. They did make a, a, a massive, massive offer to Carolina to get a defensive end. They were willing to give up two first-round picks for a star player. Was it, that Burnsy, right? Yeah, Burns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it didn't work. Bad boy. They couldn't figure it out. They couldn't make the deal work. They were giving up two yeah. first-round picks. And then you say, well, Les Snead has traded away all the picks, and that's why the team is having the problem it is. Let me ask you this. Since the Rams returned to Los Angeles, okay, now we're going to think like the Dodgers, sustained success. Since the Rams returned to Los Angeles, they have been in that conversation. As soon as Jeff Fisher was gone, all of a sudden it was a whole new ball game. Yeah. They have built an organization to be in the conversation for sustained success. As you point out, you're not going to win the World Series every year, and you're certainly not going to win the Super Bowl every year. But they're in that conversation, and there's not much more you can do or ask for. Now, to get in the conversation, they made some decisions. Those decisions may be impacting them now, and it's not necessarily when we traded away all of our picks. I mean, I have a list of the picks they traded away. 2017, they gave away a pick in the golf deal. 2018, traded a pick to acquire Brandon Cooks. 2019, traded a pick in draft day with the Falcons. 2020, traded a pick away to get Jalen Ramsey. 2021, traded a pick to land Jalen Ramsey. 2022, traded this pick to land Matthew Stafford from the Lions. Point is, and in 2023, so they cost them two picks. The point is, yeah, they've traded picks. I don't think that's what's got them this year, Rodney. I don't think that's the issue. I don't think that's the question of depth because they traded those picks. I think when you trade picks, you have to be very careful about how you manage the cap and who you pay what to. So you do have the necessary depth. And I think the problem became that, okay, Matthew Stafford got a new deal, got a lot of money. Jalen Ramsey, yep. they paid him a ton of money. Aaron Donald gave him a ton of money. Allen Robinson, not so much, but didn't come cheap. So if you look at it, Cooper Cup. Cooper pay Cup, him. pay him a ton of money. So, Fred, I just crunched it. So, Donald, Ramsey, Cup, Stafford, and, yeah, Ashawn Robinson, a defensive tackle who counts for $9 million on the cap. Those guys account for about 42% of the salary cap. And there five players account for 42% of this cap. And therein lies the and, problem. And think where they, those guys lie. You, you can't win a title without having a A-plus guy at those positions. Right, and so that's what the Rams did. Yeah, But by doing that, their depth is depleted. They don't have yes. enough quality guys to they be able to fill in. And even if you had your first-round draft pick and you selected a lineman who turned out to be really good, and there's no guarantee of that, you don't know. You can assume, you can guess. Maybe you can find a guy in the fourth round or the fifth round. Maybe, maybe which, you can't. Which the Rams have been very good at, by the way. Right. I'm saying the problem here is not that Les Sneed 
went out and traded those picks. But once you start paying guys, and as you pointed out, guys at every position that you need those positions solid to win, you don't have as much money to spend. And your depth is depleted. And I think that's what happened here. They're just not deep enough. Too many guys hurt. They don't know what they're doing at running back. All of a sudden, they want Cam Akers back. Sean McVay said the other day, uh, running running the ball is a waste. If I call a running play, it's a waste. That's how bad they are running the ball. Bad offensive line, banged up, running backs uncertain. You're paying a handful of guys all the money. That's why you find yourself in this position. I don't think it has anything to do with trading away those picks. They had no, to pay No, I don't guys. think so either. I don't think so either. Um, and there's no – you don't have a crystal ball to say that you're going to lose um, – Half your or more than half, three quarters of your offensive line is going to be hurt this year, right? You you lose one to retirement, you lose one just free agency, but then you got three other ones of the other ones you got on the squad, and your rotation in the offensive line is not going to be the same for in any game this year. Not going to be the same. You got one offensive lineman that played every game, right? You've got a receiver that you traded for that's not quite fit into the system yet. There's no crystal ball for that because Allen Robinson to me when they got him I was like oh okay okay he's gonna carry a lot of the load and take a lot of the burden off Cooper Cup he's gonna he's gonna fill the void of OBJ I I thought he was because I liked him in Jacksonville liked him in Chicago but he has not quite yet fit in with this Rams offense Uh, but those players that you mentioned in those positions you got you can't win if you don't have a quarterback they got their guy have we seen last year won a Super Bowl with him you can't win if you don't have a dominant defensive front guy. Aaron Donald's been that guy for years. Um, now, I happen to think he needs help. You need another guy, a guy that you can't pay like Aaron Donald, but you need another stud on, on the defensive line with Aaron Donald for him to be really, really effective. Remember, they had Dominica Sue. They had, they had uh, Von Miller. So... They don't have that that one stud on the, on the defensive line with Aaron Donald. You need a lockdown corner. Jalen Ramsey is that guy. You need that guy on the back end. You can get around some of the other guys uh, that are not you know household names or first round picks or anything like that or high salary guys. Taylor Rapp's a good safety, good safety, um, starting safety in this league. But Jalen Ramsey's that X factor you got to have. Cooper Cup, you got to have an A plus receiver. Or your quarterback. It's no longer a running back you got to have. You got to have that A plus receiver. And they have that. So they have it at every position. What they didn't have was the foresight to know there's going to be a number of injuries on the offensive line and on the defense. And then they're probably missing on the defense because the defense is not the same. That's where their bread and butter was. Their defense was they stopped people, got after people. Nobody could. It, it was either pick your point. You couldn't do both against the Rams. Now teams are doing both. They're running the football and they're throwing the football on the Rams. Rams usually took one away. It's like, you're not going to run on us. So you better throw it 50 times and hope you win. Or you're going to do Tennessee. You're going to run it down our throat. But you can't throw it against us, but you can run it against us. Um, now teams are doing both against the Rams because they're missing guys at key positions. And they've let guys go that were productive for them in, the, in years past at key positions. Um but I would take in a heartbeat the year they had last year, winning the Super Bowl in your home stadium in L.A. to maybe suffer a little bit this year and not make the playoffs or be on the periphery of the playoffs and, and take a couple years to kind of get it back going. 
I take that for winning the Super Bowl, absolutely. But keep this in mind, and we have some sound we're going to play for you. It actually came from our show on February 4th of this year, right before the Super Bowl. The Rams, since they've come back to town and made the move with Jeff Fisher, have been in the conversation every year. They're here to win. They're here to compete. They go for it every year. And here's what Kevin Demoff said right before the Super Bowl. Well, look, that's our edict from ownership, right? From Stan Kroenke from day one is you can't undershoot Los Angeles. And giving us the resources and the ability to go big or go home every year is an amazing commitment from ownership. And I think, you know, when you look at go big when you build SoFi Stadium, go big when you build Hollywood Park, go big when you take the chance to hire a 30-year-old head coach. Those were all the critical infrastructures. Go big, yes, we made the – NFC Divisional Playoff last year, disappointed how it ended. Go big and trade two first-round picks for Matthew Stafford because Divisional Playoffs aren't good enough. That is a mantra that comes directly from ownership. But I think when you look at our time here, Fred, and certainly the Sean era, five straight winning seasons, four playoff appearances, three division titles, two NFC championships, now two Super Bowl appearances, you know, that's an amazing stretch. I think we're the second now winning this team uh, in the NFL over that time. It's not just about 2021. We have to go big in 2022, 2023. To be a championship franchise in Los Angeles means a commitment every year to putting the best field team you can on the field and pouring everything you have in your organization to make that team successful. And maybe there will come a time where you retrench and try to rebuild for a couple of years, but I don't see that anytime on the horizon soon. All right. Now that was Kevin Demoff in February of this year. Uh, I don't see them needing to rebuild at all. And I also see, Rodney, that they went big once again. They went for it again. Their task, very difficult this year, repeating a Super Bowl champs. But they did go for it, and they continue to go for it. And it's just one of those years where it's not working out. Yeah, I agree. It's hard. It's hard to repeat. It's why we haven't had one. It's why we haven't had a Super Bowl repeat champion since, what, New England did it in early 2000s. So it, it's it's very difficult for a variety of different reasons. The longevity of that season that you win a Super Bowl, um, the the hangover from celebrating and enjoying it and getting with friends and family and showing off the trophy, that's a good thing. That's a real thing in the offseason. And it, um, it, it's almost like once you do win it, not consciously do you do you let your guard down, but there's a part of you subconsciously that kind of relax and exhales and go, we got it. We got our ring. We got our ring. All right. So that same fire, extra oomph that you have when you're chasing it isn't quite at the same level uh, when you already got one. I would suggest this, though. Even what's happened this year, their model is correct. They are built for sustained success. They've, they've taken a hit this year, but the model is right. In the way they've constructed the team, Les Snead making the moves he's made, you and I can disagree on this part of it. Everybody that's a key player at a key position has been signed and paid a lot of money. Yes. Okay. I look at it like, you know, if you didn't pay that key guy that much, you might have two other guys that you could have plugged into your offensive line. And hopefully, Taylor Rapp, you said, is a good safety. Maybe he turns into a Jalen Ramsey. I don't know. But I'm saying, that's the issue here. They paid a handful of guys too much money. It's not about the draft picks. 
It's not. It's about they paid four guys that much money. I mean, think about it. It's not like they are the guys that they have are hovering around, say, the top 15 in their position in the league, right? So they can get away with paying them maybe not the the top salary of that position, but they can pay, maybe they're the sixth or seventh highest salary at that position. They can't do that because Aaron Donald is the best in the game. You have to pay him like he's number one. He is the best in the game. So you can't get away with paying him like he's the seventh best. So they got to they gotta pay him. Jalen Ramsey is considered top two or three in the league. You got to pay him like he's the best at his position. Not like he's the fifth best, the seventh best. He's the best at his position. You got to pay him that way. Cooper Cup, as he showed last year, Offensive Player of the Year, Super Bowl MVP, say what you will, he's top top three or four receivers in the league. Got to pay him that way. Got to pay him that way because the numbers warrant that. And he produced, so you have to pay him as the top. Now, they're, they're, they're not paying Matthew Stafford like, like Dak Prescott or Aaron Rodgers, but they're paying him. They're paying him. They're paying him, and they've got their quarterback that they know they can win with. So he's not going anywhere. You've got a guy at that position, which you got to have. You don't have a quarterback. You can't win anything. And they've got a guy, and they got their guy. So they're paying at each one of these key positions the top of the heap of the salary chart, and that in lies the problem. And, and, and what you said, it's all about depth because when you do that and you pay those guys, you can't afford to have any injuries because no one's going to be there that's quality enough behind your starters that that can compare to the guys that are actually playing because the drop-off is going to be too great because you can't pay anybody. Everybody else is on minimum, meaning the backup guys are on minimum salaries. So you cannot, uh, you cannot afford to lose anybody to injury. Give it away, UCLA-Arizona tickets on the show today. Between now and 2 o'clock, so we invite you to stay tuned for that. Who wants to play a little Who Dis? Who's ready? Come on! Never lost! 866-987-2570. First caller, Kevin will pick you up, put you on the air. Let's see if you can knock off Rodney and Ronnie today. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Money. That's money. Enter it now. Do it. AM570LASports.com. Hey, I don't know if you've had a chance to check out ScalpMicroUSA.com yet. That's ScalpMicroUSA.com. Saw a picture of a guy named Doug. One day, completely bald. Next day, the guy's got hair. And you wonder, how in the world did they do that? Well, they can do that in one day at ScalpMicroUSA.com. You get the look of short, stylish hair, and it looks so real. I showed Rodney a picture, and he couldn't believe it. He could not believe how real it looked. He said, I got to check that out. You should check it out. ScalpMicroUSA.com. Mention my name, Fred. Get $200 off. ScalpMicroUSA.com. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much. Yes. Speaking of which, traffic. In Burbank. It is your partner, Big Boy. Big Boy's Neighborhood, Real 92.3, and you're listening to a Hall of Famer, host, philanthropist, it's my big homie man, Rodney Pete, and the man who thinks that Post Malone is a reference to an NBA era after the mailman retired, Fred Rogan. Oh, yeah. Come on. Go. It is a hump day. 
It is Wednesday, isn't it? That's it. It is. It is. It's a hump day. Yeah, it is. Finally beat Fred Rogan. Come on. All right, Rodney, we have an announcement to make. Let's do it. Now, we're giving away the UCLA-Arizona tickets. We're giving those away today. Yes. Beginning tomorrow. All right, everybody now that it's listening, you're ahead of the game. Beginning tomorrow, we are giving away tickets to see the Lakers and Clippers next Wednesday night at the Crypt. Now, here's the deal. Next Wednesday, Lakers, Clippers, Crypt. Come on, y'all. And the deal is, it's our sweet night for our show. So our listeners that listen to us will have a chance to win those tickets beginning tomorrow. We'll give a pair away every day leading into the game. And then apparently you and I are going to be there. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. I'm not. I have not. Well, I look forward to seeing you there. Okay. We are hosting our listeners next Wednesday night. So let's go. Who is this guy? Wrong one. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Next what night? It's next Wednesday night. Oh. Oh. Does she want to go? Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I like it like that. She does. Okay, so all of our listeners will have a chance. Give everybody an opportunity. Beginning tomorrow, we're giving the tickets away. You will go to the Lakers and Clippers at the Crypt next Wednesday, and you'll do it courtesy of your good pals, Rodney and Fred. Rogan Rodney Roulette. Who is this guy? This is who I am. Who is this guy? Who this? Make sure you hear what NBA Hall of Famer James Worthy has to say about the Lakers and Clippers this afternoon at 3.30 with Petros and Money. And it's brought to you by the Ford F-150. With combined toughness and intelligence, test drive one at your local Southern California Ford dealership today. Bucky, at Sunset Beach, are you there? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, bless up, man. Bless up, Riley. How you doing? Is this is Bucky? Yes, is it Bucky? Bucky? Bucky, what's up with your phone? Bucky, you underwater? No, man, you know what? I'm driving around listening to y'all, so the reception's not the best, you know? Okay, Bucky. Can you pull over? Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to pull over so we can get this on. Let's do it. All right. Pull All over. Right, Good. Good call. Pull over, and then it'll get a little clearer. Yeah, we're we playing who gets. An accident. No, we don't want you get in an accident, Bucky, when you're taking this beat down. No excuses, right? Yeah, no excuses. All right, are you pulling over now, Bucky? Right, you pulling over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm getting off right here. All right, pull over. Uh, and who dis? Keep this in All mind. Right. You can yell it out whenever you know it. And you get one challenge. If you use your challenge, it's upheld. You hold on to it. If you use your challenge and it's denied, you lose your challenge, okay? Okay. All right. Ronnie, you ready? Good afternoon, Rogan and Rodney. I'm ready to go. Good luck to all. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Hmm. I was the 12th overall pick in the 2014 NFL Draft. What pick? Number 12. 2014. 2014 draft? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Who is this guy? Who you got, Bucky? Christian McCaffrey. And it is no good. I have made three Pro Bowls in my career. Three of them. Count them. Jalen Ramsey. No good! I was the Rookie of the Year in 2014 and graced the cover of Madden NFL 16. Odell Beckham Jr. Rodney. Rodney's on the board. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Odell. 
All right. Ronnie, you didn't even try on that one. The wheels were spinning here, Fred. Okay. Why are you calling him out, Fred? Why are you calling him out, Fred? It's only the first one, Fred. I'm just saying you Jeez. didn't seem very engaged in the first question. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Fred. He's driving. Oh, he must man. be driving around. That's what it is. Oh, Bucky. Bucky, come with the shot. <laughs> Bucky. All right, here's your next one. I made two all-star teams as a player with the Dodgers. Yes, Justin Turner. Which How about new? And it is oh. no good. Two Same all-star route. teams with the Dodgers? Yes. Yes. Yes, he did. Dusty Who Baker. is this guy? Who, Rodney? Dusty Baker. Rodney, two for two. Yeah, you got it. That was a good one, Rodney. Yeah, yeah, Bucky. That's what I do, Bucky. That's what I do, baby. Come on now. <laughs> Rodney, Rodney, what is it that you do? What do you do? I pick winners, Fred. Never I pick wrong. winners. Never lost. <laughs> Never, ever, lost. Never lost. Here's your next one. I was the 12th overall pick in the 2007 NFL Draft. What pick? Uh, number 12. 12th pick. Oh, yeah. 2007? That's what I'm talking about. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who is this guy? I made five Pro Bowls and led the league in rushing touchdowns twice. Todd Gurley. And it is no good. Oh. Ooh. Ken Portis. No, senor! Mm. Rushing touchdowns? Yes. Twice? Derrick Henry. Henry. No good! I was. No. I was the Pac-10 Offensive Player of the Year in 2006 at Cal. And there it is, Rodney. Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn. Yeah, beast mode. Beast mode. I'll give it to you, Bucky. You're in the game, though. I'll give you that. Yeah, Bucky. I don't hear Ronnie. Do you? No. I, I, he tried once. <laughs> I think he Ronnie? fired off one answer. Ronnie's lost. He's not even talking now. He's lost. He's lost. Hang on, guys. I'm He's trying to find a safe place to pull over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. I made six all-star teams in my 16-year MLB career. Oral Hershiser. It is no good. Huh? Both were incorrect. What? Mm-hmm. Uh... All right. Don Sutton. Both are incorrect. And it is no good. Hey, if you're running really fast. Yes. If you're running really fast. Yes. What might one of the reasons be? Someone is what? Chasing you. There you go. What go, the Bucky? hell kind of clue was what? that, Fred? What was that? <laughs> what in the world was that? Rodney and I are going to file an official protest. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. What was wrong with that? You just made that up on the fly, didn't you, Fred? Well, how do you... First, how do you know that? And second... Because that doesn't sound it, like a Kevin Figures it question wasn't to a me. Kevin, yeah, it wasn't Kevin's notes that you read. You're supposed to do that at the total end when nobody's getting it. And you just... 
threw it in, inserted so, that in the middle. Fred tried to throw his own curveball. Wait a minute. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not mad at you, Fred. I'm not mad at you, Fred. I got that. I, I, that was a good clue. I, Bucky, I gave a legitimate clue, didn't I? Yeah, and I, you got I, it. I had to think about it, right? Right. What association? There that sounds like a clue that you give when you've run out of the real clues. Well, why are you determining what exactly. the clue should be? Rodney. <laughs> exactly, Rodney. Is that That's right? what you do when you run out of the real clues. You said, okay, nobody got this at the end. You're like, okay, how about this? I'll give you a little extra. Somebody's going to get this. What do you do when you're running away from somebody? Are you running? Whatever you said. <laughs> Kevin, was that wrong that I did that? Wow, you didn't even give Chef. You didn't even give Kevin the credit for the time and effort he put into the clues that he wrote down on your paper. <laughs> Kevin, was that wrong? Yes, it was wrong. What? That's all you have to say about it? <laughs> you asked me a question, I answered. Yeah, throw it out. <laughs> throw it out. No. First of all, Bucky gets it, and second, when we use Chase Utley again, we have three clues we didn't use today. Just so I saved Kevin time. Pardon me. Save no, you wasted Kevin's time. No, I saved him did. time. How did you save me time? Because when, because when you use Chase Utley again, the clues are basically done. So you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Maybe I should just have you make these up in, in the future, oh, Fred. Lord. Oh Lord, how about God. that? Okay, we'll be, here for a, we'll be here for a three hour show. We'll be here two hours and forty two minutes. All right, if that's the case, here comes our next one. Would you like me to use the Kevin clues or one I just make no, up? Use yours, Fred. Go ahead. Okay, here's your next clue. One time I went to his apartment. We're no longer using any more clues that you made. The guy with no fingers from Arizona. (laughs) Or the guy with no legs that grabbed your leg from under the table and scared the yes out of you. Willard (laughs) Shoecrack? Creepy McCreeps a lot. Where in the world? One time I came to your apartment. And he was changing his battery with two arms. Okay, so uh, should I go back to your clues now? I think that'd be the best idea. All right, here we go. I, by the way. Actually, I like this way, Fred. It's kind of fun. Well, you know what? And when you think about what I just said, it will pop right in your mind. I made 12 all-star teams in my MLB career. Mariano Rivera. No, senor! I never went to his apartment. Derek Jeter. Kershaw. <laughs> and it is no good. Uh, Andre Ethier. <laughs> that would have a possibility. No good! See, there you go. <laughs> See? Now you're thinking. Oral Hirschheiser. How about new? I led the MLB in home runs five times in my career. Barry Bonds. No, senor! Gary Sheffield. And it is no good. Sean Green. Mark McGuire. How about Rodney? Mark McGuire. I'm sure it was the apartment clue that gave it away. Yeah, that's the one that got it. Yeah. Not the home run. I want to challenge, man. That's inside information, yo. I don't know how we were supposed to know that you've been to Mark McGuire's house. Because David Vassay said it on this show. Oh, I got to go back and listen to that episode, Shucks. Yep. You got to check the podcast. Every day you should check the podcast. Yeah. Every day. Right. We're going to start doing this. We're going to ask questions. From, you're banned from Fred's questions. No. Fred's clues. So what we're going to do is every Fred's day we're going to start. like Blue's Clues. You're no. banned, Fred. No, no. no. Listen, we're going to have a question every day from a previous show. So you have to check the podcast, and that'll be a bonus question. <laughs> and Kevin will pick go. something up that we said in a previous show. Is there a prize well, involved I, for the I, listener, so Fred? I can Fred, pick put it that up. on Kevin's yeah. plate. So yeah, I'll we'll pick it up extra. so Fred can say, no, I don't want to use that. I'll make it my own. Cool. No, I, I will use yours from a previous show. I think we should do that. You know what? We might have an opportunity. Okay. This just made me think. Oh, no, Here we go. No, no. We have something coming up where, where that's going to work, like in a week. 
We'll do it in a week. Is the game over? Hey, no, don't forget it's to not. Give, hey, don't forget to give me credit for that, though. You know what I'm saying? If I can't call in and get back in, you got to show Buck a little love because sparked the idea. You know what I mean? If yes, you had spoken in third person, I would have given you love there, Buck. Show Buck a little love. Show Buck a little love. Show Buck a little love. I like it, Buck. I like it, Buck. I like it. All right, that's, that's enough. That's the end of the game. Okay, so... Rodney, you win, by the way. <laughs> yes, I do. Never lost. Never have. Okay. Hey, Bucky, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Hey, I, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. You guys keep doing what you're doing. I love you guys. All right, man. Be good. Get it. Pick one. Russell Westbrook or Kyrie Irving? Who do you want? Who do you want? Think about it. Think very carefully about it. Then we'll discuss that next. AM 570 LA Sports. They played here. Road trip. Let's go. Now we play there. How did it go through? In the second of a back-to-back showdown. I don't know how he did it. The L.A. Clippers are in Texas to battle the Houston Rockets. Clippers countdown begins at 4 p.m. tonight. AM 570 L.A. Sports. Accident or injury. Call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. If you're injured in an accident, you need to immediately see a doctor and get back on the road to recovery. What happens if you call your doctor and they don't have an appointment for a week? Or even two weeks? When you call Jacob, you know Jacob will handle all aspects of your case. That includes getting you to a doctor's appointment, usually that same day, with a doctor in your area. And the doctor doesn't get paid until the end of the case. So you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket to get the health care you need. So even if you are in between jobs or don't have health insurance, Jacob can immediately get you the medicine. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah! Afternoon Delight. Yes, Star singing the national anthem the other night was fantastic. Today's afternoon delight is for the night by Chloe Bailey. The song features rap star Lotto, and is set to appear on the Georgia Native's upcoming debut solo album. Besides prepping her debut album, the elder Bailey sister is kept busy by the new celebrity spokesperson for Pepsi, following in the footsteps of her longtime mentor. Beyonce by recording a new take on the Footloose for the famed soda brand. Again, today's afternoon delight is For the Night by Chloe Bailey featuring Lotto. All right, Rodney, we, uh, we're off early today. Kind of flexed because we have Clipper basketball and we have a Laker basketball tonight at the Crypt. With the Lakers taking on the Pelicans, it got me to thinking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, the talk about, you know, will the real Lakers please stand up? So we'll find out tonight. By the way, Dan Woike will be on the show. Bottom of next hour, we'll really get into it. Uh, will they make it two in a row? You know, could the unthinkable occur? Will they keep hitting threes? Probably, when you look at the t- totality of the situation, they are who they are. They'll have some good games. We've said this all along, but they, they are who they are. And they need to make some moves. And Russell Westbrook is always the guy you point the finger at even if he had a good game the other night. You know, the possibility of him having three or four in a row, probably not great. But, you know, you'll take him when you get him. That being said, Kyrie Irving has been a name that's been kicked around. And, you know, obviously the Nets are not playing great. I'm not sure if that's going to work out or not. Maybe it will. But Irving could be gone. And he could be gone after this upcoming season as well. So you think about it and you go, all right, LeBron has played with Kyrie. Uh, whatever differences they have have been put aside. 
And now maybe it'd be a good opportunity for them to reunite here in L.A. You put Kyrie with LeBron and A.D., I mean the way the Lakers think, and boom, you've got it put together. Now, now you're in that conversation. Here, here's my, my question to you. With Russell Westbrook, you really know what you get. You, you just do. You know, you're going to get somebody that's not quite the guy he was, but by all accounts in the locker room, a solid guy, and the players like him. Fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. With Kyrie Irving, you also know what you get. You get whatever could yeah. occur at that day. Yeah, what I'm saying is you know yeah. what you get with him, and what you know is you don't know what you get. You right. can you can rest assured about that. You know you're going to get yeah. something that you probably don't expect at any moment. It's like walking down the street and always looking over your shoulder. Am I being followed? Is somebody behind me? You're always looking around going, what could happen next? What bomb is going to go off? That's what you get with Kyrie Irving. Not so much his play on the court, but the individual that is playing the game. And I wonder if that's a headache the Lakers actually need. <laughs> Given what the what the Lakers are going through right now, absolutely it's not what they need. I mean, it's, you know, risk reward, whatever you want to call it, it is not worth it to me. It's, it's he falls in the he falls in the life is too short category, Fred. Is yeah, he may help your team. Is he an upgrade from Russ? Yeah, from a basketball standpoint and what he can do with the basketball and scoring points and making your team better and you know, uh, a big-time player, yeah. But the baggage is way too much. And like you said, the unknown is way too much. You don't know what you're going to get. You may get a guy that goes out and for a weekend goes for 50, 53, and 52 with 20 assists. I mean, he may be that guy, and then you may not see him for a week. You know, and and, and that's the reality of the situation. We don't know what you're going to get. Um... Or if, if, even if he's going to be on the court and then off the court, you don't know what's coming out of his mouth. You don't know you know where he's going with certain things, how he's going to alienate people, how he's going to isolate people, how he's going to put the team and, and his teammates in tough situations. It's just not worth it. Not worth it. That's what I'm thinking, too. You know, sometimes be careful what be careful what you wish for and be thankful for what you have and what you have you don't really want. But if you were to swap those two, it would. It, I think it would be worse. And that's yeah. the kind of thing. I mean, Kyrie Irving is so incredibly talented as a player. No one can ever deny that. Yeah. But everything that comes along with him, I think, makes him really unappealing. You know, maybe I should bite my tongue. I think I'd rather have Westbrook than Kyrie Irving. At least with Rush, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If it was a choice between the two. You know, you yeah, you'd have to suffer from the from the on the court stuff basketball, but but not worth it, not worth it. Again, goes into the life too short to have that guy as your teammate. Um, just not knowing where he's coming from, not knowing if he's going to be there for you. Um, in crunch time, that is the number one thing from a from a teammate standpoint. You got to know that guy next to you is if if you're in a dog fight, is that guy next to me going to be right with me? Is he going to be shoulder to shoulder with me as we go through the tough times and we're in this dogfight together? Um, and you don't always know that with 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 Kyrie. 
All right, let's join Petros and Money tomorrow afternoon at BJ's Restaurant and Brewhouse in Burbank, 2 to 5, for Thursday night football featuring the Eagles and Texans. Stop by for your chance to win tickets to see the Chargers, Kings, UCLA football and basketball, and more. BJ's Restaurant and Brewhouse is home to award-winning handcrafted beers, signature deep-dish pizza, and the world-famous Pazuki dessert. We are giving tickets away for UCLA and Arizona. Stay with us. We'll do that between now and... Two o'clock. Short show, so the haiku's at one today, and that means we need you to participate. Pay tribute to Vic, who is recovering from his surgery and doing well, but we need a listener haiku to honor Vic. 866-987-2570. We'll do that when we come back.